0: Good morning Canada. This is Captain Sweep and this is your morning report on what's happening to our beloved country. Now if you're like me you're scanning TikTok and looking for all of the good insights from people that you don't normally hear from. This is a different type of media source and it is the media source that has the best information because it is from the people, by the people, for the people. The hidden agendas of the normal corporate media are not present. And when you see the difference, as we all are right now, you see that we are being lied to at a level that is actually beyond comprehension. And so that's why a lot of people can't handle it. They go into the sort of cognitive dissonance land of, uh, I don't really know what's going on, but I'm going to trust the government. And they don't do their own research about what the alternative views are. And they are basically statists. There are people who support the government like a religion they don't question the beliefs and values of this government they just follow along with it and they'd like to have us believe that let's say 85 or 90 percent of the people are like that but i think now that it's probably 10 percent i think everyone has seen through the scam and if you haven't all you have to do is wait for someone close to you to die there are things going on that are incredible crimes that are not being called out because the normal corporate media which sort of maintains the narrative with the sleepers. And that's how we have this sort of culture insanity. It's an insanity. And The people that are outside of the insanity are points that as being crazy by those who are perpetuating the insanity. And now it gets sort of funnier and funnier because the evidence is piling up so high that this whole thing was a scam. This whole thing was a plan. This whole thing was a money grab. This whole thing was a power grab. This whole thing was a control grab. And by a small group of people, there are billions of us and perhaps hundreds of thousands of them. But at the very top, there's probably thousands, maybe even hundreds, maybe even 13. Who knows? Maybe there's some evil cabal council that runs the world, and then they have hierarchies of power beneath them. And they have all the money. They print all the money. They own the banking system. They've been using a strategy called usury which is at the base of all the problems. You cannot mathematically pay back interest on interest. And so when it piles up, and whatever nation or company or person is beyond debt to their incoming income, life is an impossibility. And this is what's going on at many different levels. And all the people are wondering, why are we in this horrible situation? Well, look at history and look at central banks and look at what the fight is always about it's the countries with the central banks on their side versus the countries that are saying we don't want it and that's the basis of most war if you look at iraq if you look at syria if you look at um, afghanistan all of them had their own central banks and so We have to understand the global context. We can't rely on the corporate media. We can't rely on other sources. We have to do the research ourselves. And in order to do that, you have to have information sources that you trust. And so I don't know how much you can trust me because I certainly have a bias. I certainly have a belief about what's going on. It's actually very biased. I believe there's a group of people I call the freaking nutballs that are implementing a plan for a global takeover, a deeper takeover, something that has almost no way out. Right now, there's a way out. Right now, if we catch on and we do something about it, we're going to have a victory. But if they go too far in their plan, too far in their implementation, which is basically going to be the Central bank digital currencies linked into your own digital ID, linked into VAX passes and travel restrictions and 5G surveillance state. Take away your bank accounts if you don't go along with the system. I mean, that's as bad as it gets. And the movies have been futurizing this for us. Because the same people who own the banking systems, own the media systems, and they have an indoctrination program to make sure that most human beings' minds are caught in a certain belief system, a certain value system, that has them go along with this stuff. It's called a slave mentality. And the slave doesn't know that they have a slave mentality. They just think they're a slave. And so for us as hopefully wise, intelligent human beings, we have to do something about it. And how are we going to do something about it? We're going to do something about it because we start to act in a more intelligent way. There are so many humans on the planet right now that are brilliant, that have solutions, that perhaps haven't received the support from the community or the people or at the national and provincial levels because they go against the plans of these of these freaking upballs. And so what we have here is a crossroads. We have a dividing point where, you know, are we going into a future as a loving, peaceful s- species that's doing the best that we can to provide the basics for everybody in some sort of wise way or are we going into a dystopian future where the government rules all, controls all, and behind them are these dark, nefarious people who are showing themselves to be completely insane, completely freaking nuts in terms of the old pedophilia or the wars or the, the always attempting to control everybody, always attempting to take things over, always stopping good things. You know, this is evil. This is darkness. And if you don't call it that, and you think you're in the land of unity, we're not there yet. We're heading towards unity consciousness. And this duality between the dark and the light is there. And so I know that I may be coming on pretty strong about the bad guys. And this usually scares most people away. Most good people don't want to deal with the bad guys. most good people are conforming to the government everything because they've got a comfortable life. They've got a decent life. You don't want to screw with that. So why leave the comfort zone? But the problem is the comfort zone is going to be erased into the super uncomfortable zone if something isn't done by all of us. I mean, we have had it so good for so long. And we didn't know it. If you turn your tap and you get water, that's a pretty good thing. If you turn on your stove and you have fire, that's a pretty good thing. If you have food in a refrigerator in your home, that's a pretty good thing. But what happens if there's no more power? What happens if there's no more food? What happens if there's no more protection from violent forces that are so much more weaponized than you that you won't have a chance. And that's what they do when they take your guns away. I can't believe Canadians aren't up in in arms like the Americans would be if they tried to take the guns away. That's the last thing they do before they bring in the real bad fucking shit for people. If you can't defend yourselves from your government, you're screwed because that government is going to take away everything. The government is just a bunch of people that get into a position of power, have no accountability, and then start to use it to suck the lifeblood out of the people. But we think they're an active governing body. We think they're actually allowed to do whatever they do. They go through their comedy show of getting a bill passed and having senators who, I don't know who pays them, But they're not thinking of the people if they pass these acts that are going to make our lives worse and worse. I mean, I thought they're supposed to work for uh, our betterment. I thought they're supposed to work for the people. And you you hear them in the commons and you hear Trudeau, something like 36 times he doesn't answer a question directly. They never answer questions directly. The guy is freaking insane. And the thing is, I'll go to jail or this will be put down because I just said that and freedom of speech has to be the the most important thing for all of us because if we can't even say what we think what's the point of being alive I don't want to be a slave drone who's just working eight to ten hours a day on some stupid job that means nothing getting a bogus pay to live in a bogus place surrounded by people I don't know. And that's the life that they're pushing people towards. You know, where's the love? Where's the cooperation? Where's the fun? Where's the joy? Where's the feasts and the parties and the celebrations? That's what we want. That's what we like. That's what humans, or at least Canadians, live for in some ways, especially the youth. But we're creating this all boring insane you know just it's the insanity so bad and people make their livings inside of it so they have to go along with it but we're putting up with this this monster because this monster has no true you know higher values that all of the spiritual religions talk about you know they talk about mercy they talk about humility they talk about gratitude they talk about justice they talk about love they talk about courage these are these are the best of what humans can live by and they're saying being too greedy being too violent being too negative being too fucked in the head is not good for a human being. All of them say that. And so we have to look at, you know, beyond religion, beyond spirituality, beyond politics, beyond governance, beyond almost, beyond everything, and just look at fundamental principles that work for everybody. And I have a, a colleague, Ramayan. Who is creating a fantastic idea called unanim- unanimous. And it's just the idea is everyone is agreed on something, and if everyone is agreed upon something, it's probably a good idea. So these central principles are at the essence of creating a society that isn't just some utopian whatever, or all of the negative postulations of future design. Nobody believes we can do it. Nobody believes that we can get there. <laughs> and I might be one of those people. But Ramayan has a, has a very good vision for this. And he's one of many people that at least I know that I, I'm going to start interviewing that have solutions, that have figured it out that have spent their entire life sort of coming up with something and it's outside of the normal educational systems usually it's outside of what are in textbooks it's their 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 true knowledge something that is inherent within them that they can pass on to other people but again the current systems usually don't provide the infrastructure and marketing for people like this They don't have the distribution channels. And so one of the things which Planetary Guardians, and that's sort of the starting point for me, of starting to change my perspective, change my background, because I want to start to show you that whatever I'm putting forth is not just a podcast. It's not just a video it's a it's a whole new thinking system it's a whole new way to organize your mind and so when i say that this could i won't use that should word but uh, this could be a daily podcast for you what i'm selling at the beginning let's say is a real solution that if you listen to this and you listen to this and let's say do the extra work you are going to see how to build a new system. You're going to see how to bring your gifts and program it into a holistic business thinking system called the inflow matrix, the inflow matrix. I mean, it is starting to sound very cultish. I was asked the other day by a, a new friend on Facebook, is this a cult? And I think it's a cult franchising system. You could take any idea or vision and program it into a thinking system, which fundamentally, I mean, isn't that at the heart of a cult? Is they think different. They have different ways of doing it. And if it isn't what the majority likes, well, we're gonna wipe you out. <laughs> or which what the thing is, what cults are, are they examples of something else that's outside of the normal system? And so the normal system is very deadly to anything that goes against what that system wants. And if you want personal freedom, and you don't want to have the authority of the government running your every life, and you want to claim your sovereignty, well, you're going to become an enemy of the state. And so that's one of the problems, I guess, with following this, is that, You know, we're here to build a new system. We're here to take all of these ideas and uh, from all of these different people from all around the world, and to build a whole system that's based upon sacred geometry. That's based upon a totally new way of formulating your mind. Thank God, it doesn't sound like that. Cult. Maybe I should get out of that for a second. it's hard to, uh hard to bring a new system into a, a planet like Earth. it's 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 like a real long shot and here I am Captain Sweep, and I'm the captain of the USS penetrator, a starship that's uh, circling your planet right now and I have the ability to teleport. And I just teleported to the time translator, which was the map behind me, which is one of our computer systems on this ship. It's part of our AI system. And I'm able to come back to the ship because being on earth is very, it's scary for most uh, ETs. It's very uh, haphazard, but it's also very fun. There's a lot of fun humans. And the key is to get near the fun ones and then have some fun. Uh, Everything else is pretty insane. And if you're trying to help out, if you're trying to, uh, no one believes you because no one really has ever seen it before. I mean, most people are kind of after their own stuff and do their own stuff and have small circles. But any large organizing force is usually on the bad guy's side so most canadians kind of ignore them and the only good teams they really know are sports teams and i agree with that it's like go play a sport that's the best way for humans to get along because they're most of the time they're not talking and if they're talking it's a bare minimum as soon as humans get to talking that's when problems happen i see because then you gotta explain yourself then you gotta share who you are and um uh, it's best to keep that to yourself, I think. Because <laughs> I think we're all fundamentally a little crazy inside. We all go home and be our little crazy funny sides. I think we're like hobbits. I think Canada is like the hobbits. Is It's like um, the Lord of the Rings. And I think United States is Mordor. <laughs> and I, I think that... Uh, that metaphor says a lot about the current situation. And I, I do, I'm a self proclaimed wizard. So, my archetype that I'm living through is a wizard. And wizards are supposed to, you know, they're supposed to create the adventure so that others can go through what they need to go through in order to evolve their soul so like gandall shows up right and this is in the hobbit at the beginning of everything where he shows up at bilbo's door and for some reason he's picked him out out of all the hobbits as being the most adventurous and hobbits by their nature are not adventurous and if you look at most canadians you can probably say that right like, i mean how many are going on these sacred spiritual quests around the planet to find truth i don't know how many canadians are doing that uh probably enough of them. I consider myself to have been one or am one. Like, why are we here? What's the point? What's the point of living? You have to ask yourself that question and you have to answer it. And that's what something like Planetary Guardians, which is the, the big picture of what I'm talking about, shows. So Planetary Guardians is the the large container or the brand and the idea that let's say is coming through me and others I believe but I'll just speak of it from my point of view for now so the inflow matrix which is the operating system I told you about earlier that's the operating system to run planetary guardians if you see this 3.5 creativity above my head that is meaning that I'm coming from a specific place in the system. So if you look right here at 3.5 Creativity, this is on the synergy wheel of the inflow matrix operating system. There's four major uh, interfaces, and each one has two wheels on it. So there's eight major wheels on the interfaces for the inflow matrix operating system, and there's four different levels. There's a This is the community level. This is at the synergy or organizational level. This is at the flow or the individual level, the outer view. And this is at the inner view, at the choice level. So if you go inside right there, creativity, which is where your products are, in your business system down here you see the products so there's a vertical connection between the nerds and the system that's important to know okay so that shows you the positioning and if you see that green conduit that's a place for a value to go okay and i think on the other thing it said joy so let's just say there's joy coming in here Ooh, it's pretty nice right? so the value of joy is beaming in between me through the people and having this conversation if they value it if they can achieve it if they're in joy at an idea talking about an idea and i can get into joy talking about this because i'm this is the first time I think I've been set up right, enough to start teaching. Almost everything's in place. And this is huge. If I've learned anything, the setup of what you have is paramount. It's so important to have the right setup. And sometimes it's simple, right? It's just you need your internet, you need your computer, And you need a microphone. But other times, you need a lot more than that. You need a place to live. You need a bed. You need food. You need to resource yourself so that you can do what you need to do. And so within this idea, there is a way to make a living. There's a way to become a media team. There's a way to become a superhero team. There's a way to build an economic cell that can build a whole new economic system. And at each level, you're part of it. You're there as an independent planetary guardian, now starting as a sovereign being to connect with other planetary guardians in a way that's different than how you connect other people. There are... I mean, I would say rules and regulations, but that's not the the important part Right now, at least, it's the structure. It's how do you structure your mind? And then what tools do you use to communicate and share commerce with other people? And what are, what is it that you are creating? And what is it that you are offering the world? And how do you ally yourself with other planetary guardians to do so? To do it in larger ways, to do it in more consistent, practical approaches so that you really begin living your spiritual purpose because you're choosing what it is. You're filling your content into into the structure. You're the one who's guiding your ship and then you're going with other people in like a fleet and you're learning how to organize your mind, your filing system, your life, your communication in a way that's much more systematized, much more intelligent. But it takes a while to understand the structure. And so that's my job. My job is to teach you this structure so that we can all share it to build an organization that has strength on this planet, and can help guide the species to a good future. Something that is outside of the control of the ruling elite. Because essentially there's the the working class, the middle class, the ruling class, and we're adding in the planetary guardians as a class. You have to design to win. You have to have a winning strategy. And so if you're dealing with the old paradigm and their controlling mechanisms and how they have taken over the world and how they run it, you have to identify the right players at the right level. So the middle class is huge and massive and extremely powerful, but it's still being run by the ruling class. But there's way more power here that hasn't been utilized because they think like the middle class. They're generally, they think for themselves, they get what they need, they have a great life. But they're not thinking global takeover. Like who does, right? Except so these things. The working class, again, massively powerful, like on its own. The working class is running the world. But they're doing all the work. But again, these guys are are ruling. Them. Taken the <laughs> Thank you for that, prophet. thank you very much, thank you. So over here, at Planetary Guardians, we're introducing a new idea. We're introducing something which has some uh, validity due to its comprehensiveness. This isn't just a little plan, there's a lot behind this plan. And that's, again, my job is to share this plan. And that's all I've been working on for basically 25 years is this plan. So my focus of intensity has come from my purpose, which came from writing down seven lifetime goals that have given me the, the reason to be, have given me my vision, have given me my purpose. It's, it's like I'm linked. At some point, I went, you have to have lifetime goals. And I don't remember where that came from. But it impacted me because I wrote them down. And one of them was to transform the world's economic system from fear to love. And that's an impossible goal. So if you do this exercise, which I suggest you do, it's a good start. If you don't have them written down, is put one impossible goal. And I think that's where you bring in the sacred. That's where you bring in your connection to creator. You bring in your connection to whatever being, worldview, religion connects you to the sacred. And from there, everything else comes. And so this idea has come through my own practice of surrendering to spirit and asking to be used as a conduit. So I found that that works really well. And If you've never tried it, try it out. Every major artist in some way is attributing God, attributing something more to themselves for what, it, what they do. And the artists are connecting into I believe higher aspects of ourselves and they are their own sovereign beings usually just by their nature. That's why they stick out. They don't go along with the crowd. And so the artists are the ones that are leading our species because they show them different messages. They show them alternatives to the normal corporate agenda is very symbolized towards taking our species to a certain place of shared collective thinking which we have to take control of. That's the big war. The war is for the minds of the masses. And so the more people that awaken, the more people that get in touch with their spiritual purpose, the more powerful they become and then we become. Because In a sense, we're all in this together. There's a a big distinction between the old paradigm and the new paradigm is the old paradigm is about competition. The new paradigm is about cooperation. We want to figure out together how to make a good life for everybody. I want a good life. You want a good life. Sounds like a good start, right? So in order to do that, we have to figure out economically how to actually interact with each other outside of these guys' systems. We have to build a whole new system. And that's the major paradigm one. It's like the old paradigm has taken humanity to a point of its extinction. And we're at a point in our population, we're at a point where all the national borders have been created. Like you can see that this planet has reached a level of evolution with the primary species that now with the uh, creation of the international communication system, the internet, now changes the ballgame. Like we're, we're evolving as a species. I'm sure other species reach this level and then something happens, right? The technology has to become ethical. There has to be some control by the good people to create systems that are good for people and good for the planet and are more in alignment with the natural laws of the universe rather than the greedy legal systems of the past and present greedy people mm-hmm. who are taking too much and their 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 mindset is so violent against the, the rest of us because they're scared but they're scared of us figuring things out and they feel like they have to keep an iron grip on what they control because, There's enough of us now. They know there's enough of us now. But the cat's out of the bag. And I don't know about you, but I'm spending the rest of my life doing something about this. I'm fully committed to this. I have nothing else to do but this. Nothing else has any interest to me. And when I interact with people, I mean, I basically cut out anybody who isn't into this. And tell you the truth, nobody really is. I mean, this is starting as a lone inventor who's fully committed to creating something that is going to do something for this species. And then something along the way happened. I, I've had discoveries and breakthroughs and ahas and insights and like continually this, this there's a way to frame language on sacred geometry that creates a whole system that then starts to create a whole different way of thinking, a whole different way of seeing things starts activating things in yourself and i i uh i'm in awe i'm in awe in our possibility and i'm very irritated at our reality so i think you have to be that way if you're comfortable and you're okay with the way things are why would you do anything to change it it's the people that are uncomfortable. It's the people that are screwed, essentially. And the thing is, more and more of us are now in that situation. We've got a lot of you know, healthy, intelligent people that are broke. They don't want to actually work in the old system. They know what a scam it is. They, they don't believe in it. But they haven't found something that they can do to utilize their real talents and gifts. And I don't know how many people are like that, but I think there's a lot. And a lot of young people. A lot of young people that don't have belief in any of the systems that are currently you know, on this planet. They don't believe in the pharmaceutical system. They don't believe in the political system. They don't believe in the governance systems. They don't believe in the economic systems. They don't believe in educational systems, scientific systems. know so to if they know like this plan or this idea this system you know has so much built into it to like it's almost too good It's, it's so much better than anything i see out there because nearly everything out there is a separate part there isn't something that's connecting everything together so i I feel like this this mental model infrastructure is like mycelium. It's like we need a conceptual network that, that matches reality, that matches the words that we use, but puts them together in a new way so that we begin to see and think in whole systems. This is the key of the whole thing that the way we're taught in school, we're taught in separate subjects that we don't even know, know how they relate to one another. There's no systems thinking taught in high schools. There's no communication taught in high schools. You know, what kind of entrepreneurial programs are in high schools? Like you're coming out of school, in order that you work, and make a living. So, being entrepreneurial, being able to create your own business, sounds like a pretty good idea. Unless you're training someone to go work in a corporation or uh, some sort of commodity, where you're trapped in a job that you might not want to do. The thing about the entrepreneur is you're you're choosing something. You're introducing choice. So. I'm excited i i i'm i'm pretty actually overwhelmed that i don't i have absolutely no idea how to deal with what has come through me it is it is far beyond me and that's where you have to sort of surrender to spirit you have to surrender to something bigger than yourself when you're doing things like this because you know we're basically these puny little human beings right like uh we have a lot of these emotions. We get very upset about things that maybe mean nothing, but if I did to get my snack. i get grumpy. And so most of my work here is done alone in the personal space. Let me show you on that. So I was just re- referring to the personal space. And that's That's where it's just me, nobody else. And then you have the one-on-one space, which is you and somebody else. You have the group space, which is more than just the one-on-one. then the community space, which really could be almost anything else. And then the sacred space. And what this is, is a map. And it's a map to show distinctions of boundaries. And when you figure out the right maps and put them in the right places, you start to see patterns that you wouldn't see before. So as you use the tools, you start to, to see more and more because it's multidimensional and all of the tools fit with one another. And for some people, this might be a bit much, I have to admit. Maybe for most people, I I have to admit. I'm not sure. There may be a lot of people out there. I haven't shown it to many people. Uh. There's, I, I believe, there's a some sort of Daffodin field around me that works quite well, and i quite well uh, defended by obscurity. Because if anything I've seen, when really starts to get known, I mean, this guy was boasting about getting 1,800 direct messages in a Facebook in a day. 1,800. I mean, who the heck would want that? Like you, and who has the time to go through it and you'd have to to me you'd want to create a filter system that filters that 1800 a day I mean that's that's the problem because if you become successful you've got to deal with just like, I don't know how to deal with that I don't know what you mean anyway rambling And I think I'm going to take a bit of rest here. I'll be back in a few minutes. Listen to the latest from You Know Who. No, it's not going to be easy. And we don't know how we're going to do it. And it takes intention and attention. It takes conscious effort to do the work internally upon yourself, but then to watch how you interact with others and to become more real, to become more authentic, to utilize the tools in ways perhaps that you've never even thought of. And all of us sharing knowledge together, all of us learning from one another, we're at such a point of potentiality. And if you don't get trapped (laughs) by the negative thought viruses, and you have good defense. Your conversational kung fu is strong. I think we've got this incredible adventure ahead of ourselves. And the good people of the planet have to start organizing, using these tools to reach a higher level of organized intelligence. And it's gonna be fun doing it. And I know that the people involved are all very, 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 I forgot what they're very of, but it's probably something good, right? Anyway, this is uh, Captain Sweep of the uh, Larry Secret Plan podcast. And this is probably going to be number one. And then we're going to go from here. So see you again. See you tomorrow. Have a great day. Captain Sweep out.